Hello everyone. Uh, just wanted to mention now, uh, we just uh, got on Apple I- Podcasts right now. Uh, we're also on Google Podcasts. We're on uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and all the major platforms for podcasts right now. So all you got to do is just search three-way podcast, subscribe, listen, like, refer. Welcome to the three-way podcast. Again, uh, we wanted to do a podcast based on our introductory our backstory something we didn't do in the beginning so we're just gonna talk about ourselves uh, talk about our careers uh, of course uh, we're doing the podcast thing for fun it's something we're just getting our uh, talk about daily struggles yeah of course and uh, yeah I just want to mention that we, we're just doing this for fun we're getting uh, we're being productive and by by that note, let's just start. Uh, so, uh, Vasily, how'd you get started? Uh, how'd you get interested in this industry? When I was a kid growing up, I'd watched a whole bunch of movies, whether it's TV shows, a horror, thriller, comedy, uh, everything from uh, Power Rangers to like Halloween to everything in between. Like it just, I've always loved everything on on the tv whether again it's movies or tv shows or cartoons anything entertainment related and uh, i've always wanted to be one of the characters while i was wa- while i was watching the movies or tv shows little by little i, I would do some research stuff like that i, I took some classes so at, let me cut you off yeah. right there uh how was it watching uh halloween a horror movie as a kid I mean, for me, I, I enjoyed it, honestly. Like, I didn't get nightmares. I, I always loved watching, like, Freddy Krueger or Friday the 13th. Like, all, all of them. Actually, it's Nightmare on Elm Street, not Freddy Krueger. But, but all, I, I enjoyed it. Like, uh, there wasn't really anything that, that, that scared me when I was younger. I mean, the I mentioned this on a previous episode. Like, the only movie that really threw me off, and it wasn't even, like, a horror. I don't know if it would, it would be even a thriller, but was a, a Stranger Calls Back. That one was probably the one that stuck out the most. Which, yes, I remember that movie. Yeah, we talked about that in episode one. Like, all, I loved all those characters. Like, even even if it was a little cheesy, it was really good. So, uh, what else did you do? Of course, you had uh, interest in cinema, and I, too, had the same interest. So I mean, when I was younger, so uh, we, we I went to one of those... You know, there's like a... I don't know if it was a convention or something where... You go, it's like about acting and it's like supposedly like agencies that's looking for actors. Oh, yeah. Uh, you pay for the classes and it's, you, uh, you pay for the, it's like a package a thing. Yeah, it's kind that's of depth. But uh, I went to one of those. Bri- was it Brian Rothman or something? Oh, Brian, something like that. But like I, I, I later find out they, they closed or whatever. But uh, yeah, so it was one of those type of scams. But uh, I mean, in that package you paid for like... I. I paid for it, but I, I did the classes, I got the headshots, but like nothing really came out of it. Yeah, but I, I remember those, uh, and the reason why it's just, I say it's a scam is because I remember the effort they put into, I don't know, if you pay a class for like scene study or whatever it is today, you actually get some something out of it, uh, some experience or some new thing or new technique that you weren't aware of. So it's helpful. So it's totally worth paying that money for that uh, professional to train. If it's for that specific item, yeah. But like, I felt like uh, that wasn't the deal. They just, yeah, they had courses set up in a way, but it felt like a scam because it didn't matter if you did poorly or it didn't depend how you did it. You 
he didn't really get anything out of it. I mean, it was an acting class. I mean, you 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 learned a few things still, but, but like they, I, I don't remember that good. It was a while ago, but yeah. But that money, okay, so it covered it covered pretty much, I guess, the classes. It was thirty five hundred. I think it was. Was it? No, I don't think it was that much. It was a, a it was like a couple of thousand, but it was less than that. I don't think it was, it was probably like twenty five hundred or something, if I remember good. That was a long time ago, but that was back in the nineties or two thousand. Probably, man, that was really yeah. Three thousand back then is uh, that's actually a lot of money. More than what the union charges for you to join. A lot of money, actor. But like the thing was like okay, so I did the classes, I got the headshots, and uh, yeah, that was it, man. Nothing happened, and after that, like I I didn't pursue it or did I didn't do anything after that as until I got like a little older. But um, looking back in it, I believe they were sued. Uh, of course, that doesn't exist. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I would really have to go back to research. But um, I mean, they're Anyways, closed now. So that's that's like how. The, you... I mean, the the point of the moral of the story is just you shouldn't pay for anybody to represent you. You should just you. The only thing you pay for is like either classes, of course, you pay for, or in headshots you pay for. Just stuff that makes sense, but like for representing any type of representation, you shouldn't pay for. The only time they will get their money, representation if is if you get if you get a gig that you book something, and then yeah, they'll get a percentage of that, but that's it. You don't pay nothing upfront. There is no upfront co- costs with representation. Yeah, you shouldn't have to pay anyone uh, for them to be interested in you if they no, believe no, in no, exactly. You, if it's a legit, they be- if they believe they could market you correctly and get you out there uh, on auditions, yeah, then it's a partnership. It's it's a it business. is a partnership. That's a thing that people got to understand too. At the end of the day, yeah, when you're starting off, it feels like you're you're they're, like they're doing you a favor, but it's kind of it works both ways because it is a partnership. They get you in the room, and you go work the room with you do the audition, and if you book it, that's your part. Yeah. Plus, you have all these other expenses where you have to get headshots, you have to upload on these platforms today, like Actors Access and LA Casting, and it's not cheap. Every picture is like I think depends on which platform, but it's twenty five dollars. Uh, classes for first look, from, picture from classes. They're expensive. I mean, uh, there's the headshots that are, depending on where you go, it's decent price. And then printing the headshots, and then the websites, uh, all that. I mean, it's it's money, but like it it is a business. It's so, an investment. Yeah, you're definitely so, investing in yourself. So that's why it is a partnership. Yes, your agent is getting you out there, hopefully, and you're doing your part of whatever task is asked uh, for you to complete. It. If that means updating your headshots because you look different. That's something you have to do. Definitely. And you have to stay current, wouldn't you say, as far as... If you're not acting, you have to take courses to keep fresh. You got to keep busy because, like, uh, I've heard it before. It's like a muscle. Acting is a muscle. So you got to keep keep at it. So if you're if you're not out working, like, filming anything, it, it's good to always stay in classes to just keep on practicing. But uh, within that time, though, people, uh, you can't forget that you got to try to submit and do work at the same time because you grow more while you work i mean acting school will prepare you you have a better understanding but like i i feel like when you're there filming that's when the real experience will come but uh yeah you just got to keep busy you just got to keep busy so how long have you been uh pursuing acting long time man since i was a kid but like on and off i i did it on and off but let's like, be specific professionally how like long have you been legitly legitly it's been a couple of years now well, i've taken a whole bunch of classes in between but like legitly pursuing it now what's the ballpark five years know, like 
yeah, maybe like five years, probably five okay. years, something like that. So it it's definitely a long term commitment. That's the reason why I'm asking about. Uh, it's a how passion, long it though. It's it's not not, not even I want to say like yeah, it's a commitment, of course, but like it's something that I like, and well, I'm, I mean you gotta you gotta enjoy it because it's not. I mean you gotta have a job in between to of last, course. pay for bills. Because uh, unless you get like you become a regular working actor, it's and tough. that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like if you're pursuing acting, great, you really have to put in a, a great deal of effort into it. It's not gonna, there's no one's gonna knock on your door and say, hey, you're gonna be the next big star. You never know. I mean, you that might could get happen. lucky, but like the odds low, of that is yeah, like very, very slim. Because there's so many people uh, trying to break into the industry, and uh, yeah, yeah, you have to stay active. That's how I feel. So what have you? Done. Uh, I know you've done a couple of shorts here and there. Um, what different are you trying now, actually, to improve your craft? To, to I mean, I'm I'm taking classes again, starting November. I'm gonna I'm starting a new classes, uh, an audition technique. Um, uh, I just got new headshots recently. Uh, I just uploaded them. I just had some printed recent just today, actually. Uh, so I mean, I'm trying to just keep. Keep as much fresh as I could, whether it's the headshots, uh, acting-wise, and then I got uh, a new manager, so she's she's trying to get me in the door. She's been doing a good job. I've been having a couple of good auditions. And we we talked about headshots in ballpark. What? How much does headshots cost roughly? And I know it uh, really fluctuates from uh, photographer to photographer yeah. based on credits. I think average that the, in my experience, average it's anywhere from like hundred. I mean if that depends if you have makeup or hair also with it, but uh, if it's just a headshot photography, it's it's in my experience it's been around hundred fifty all the way to like maybe like five six hundred dollars roughly, which is crazy. For how For many looks would you pay six hundred dollars? I think it, that that one time it was probably like four or five looks, something like that. Yeah, I mean depends on the headshot photographer, but. Uh, it does get expensive, so definitely the, just the headshots and then classes are a decent price depending on where you go. But it's good. All that prepares you, like uh, even the classes. If you have, like uh, I've done some improv classes. I've done. I've gone to UCB. I I recently did the Groundlings. Uh, I've done a couple of different acting schools here and there. But uh, um, I, I'm just trying to just get as much from here and there as I could to, to help me grow. So how does improv actually? Uh help you out you'll say like for me well i'm sure that's the case for a lot of people but what it does is just it helps you get out of your head like if it, it you have to be in the moment so like you won't you don't really think there's no lines so you're just in the moment so you got to be just on your feet so you just have to really let loose and just uh yeah you don't, do it, no, don't overthink just just say whatever's like you feel is coming out like don't hold anything don't sit there and contemplate what you have to say there's no script that's improv. It's all improvisation. I mean, there's some really cool shows you could also check out. Like I've seen at UCB, they have some really cool improv shows. Uh, I saw recently at Groundlings, so uh, to get a better idea. But uh, all those, I think, help prepare you for just uh, the even the to get into the audition room, for example, for anything, TV show or film or shorts, any of that. Okay, so acting. Uh, are you doing anything else as far as the creative uh, aspect? Well, there's. I feel like well, there's a whole bunch of elements. So there's the your headshot element. There's uh, classes, representation, and kind of depending on what you what type of 
the look wise, so you main, maintaining yourself, whether it's gym. I mean, it all depends on the type of character you're character. Yeah, not like, character say, but or what you fit in. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. So what you're yeah. So whether if if you're if you're a I don't know, like a fit person or just go to the gym regularly. Just anything that, that, that's going to help you stand out. Like, oh, like even special skills, whether it's taking weapons training like gun courses. Because, I mean, there's a whole bunch of cop shows. And then uh, there is uh, anywhere, any type of skill. Like anything like martial arts, musical instruments. Like anything that helps you stand out. I mean, special skills. Uh, languages, of course. That uh, That's also another plus. Like if you if you know different languages that makes a big difference oh yeah i totally uh recently had to i don't know how i got this audition but uh anyways uh i had to cancel that audition because i couldn't speak farsi i fit the description but i uh, and it was a pretty legitimate pilot they're filming so if they did uh, sell this project you you had to speak uh farsi. fluent farsi so I've done that actually. I had an audition a year or two years ago with all different representation where I got somebody to to for like Russian, a couple of sentences in Russian I had to say, which I'm not I'm not fluent in at all. Like I had to memorize how to say it and pronounce it the right way and then just say it like well, that. Well, I guess it's different if it, if it's a co-star role. If it's a role that's going to be reoccurring in a series, you, then you, you would definitely have to know, know def- uh, and the have the accent down. Speaking. I think definitely because it's different if you're going to say like two three lines. Uh, honestly, anyone who studies in and fits the role could probably pull it off. Yeah, and well, that that's what you see happening in uh, television and film today because. Those small roles where you hear someone saying uh, like other languages on uh, TV as dialogue, uh, they're not necessarily uh, from that native language or they're not from that ethnicity. Yeah. Well, it it helps. It helps a lot. Any type of, again, extra skill or fluent in any language, any, anything will help you stand out, you know? So the more the more you have on your resume, the more it'll help you get in the room. And then the rest you just take from there. It's kind of out of your control. But as long as you get in more rooms, it, the more experience you'll get and the more people will see you and you'll be out there. Autumn, talk about how you got into this in general, the entertainment field, I would say. We're pretty much similar with the whole uh, having being passionate about cinema and watching all sorts of films as a kid. And uh, that uh, passion uh, initially... Uh, I went after another career to say uh, I was always passionate about uh, film, but uh, yeah, I went to culinary arts, uh, got started in that sense, started working uh, in the industry, but eventually uh, I wanted to do uh, more, and we wrote a script, uh, which uh, I'm trying to adapt as a to a novel, but anyways, that's what I fell in love to. Um, I wanted to be a writing, writer. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to be a writer, so I started writing scripts. I started doing research. Um, one of my friends, actually, uh, G Flow Beats, he creates uh, rap beats and does like music beats, uh, does movie scores. Um, he was able to get a, get me a meeting with uh, Mark Roston, who uh, took a look at our script. Veteran actor. Veteran actor. He's uh, acted in a bunch of Saw films. Uh, he's the FBI agent in Russia as well 
He uh, played in Shawshank Redemption. He's in, I think currently he was in uh, Bosch, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, he's one of the cops. He's still very active in the industry, and he, uh, too, write, is a writer as well. So I remember getting in the meeting room with him, talking about my script, and he uh, told me straight in the most positive way possible. Um, so just talking to him and realizing that I had 35 pages of... Uh, nothing uh, comparable to an actual script so I kind of started my journey um, I started researching schools uh, I found the school um, and I'm almost graduating actually uh, from uh, Los Angeles Valley College what I liked about that school is um, most of our professors uh, are currently active in the industry so it's not just uh, theory they're not just teaching you off books, they're teaching you off experience, and that's what I really enjoyed about Valley College. Um, and yeah, I made, up, I made my connections uh, working uh, as a production assistant. Um, I did free work. Uh, I started back in 2010, actually. Uh, I did free work for projects here and there. It was never about the money. I was just trying to break in the industry. Networking. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was trying to get in the... Uh, the industry and just being productive and I'm still in that mindset of course we all have bills yeah. we do need regular jobs but let me ask you a question so the culinary arts uh, I mean definitely a good skill to put on your resume it, but did it help you with auditions or or anything like that like it definitely did uh, I probably had uh, I have been probably on maybe 11 uh, auditions so far so Right before I answer this question, I'm going to come back to it, actually. Yeah. Of course, uh, I started as a PA, worked a couple of years doing the industry, working on commercials here and there as a production assistant, set PA or office PA uh, in the office aspect. I've worked on commercials. Uh, I worked on a feature film uh, as office PA, and they were all great experiences. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Great people to work with. Um, so the main thing to really do is network with people because this uh, people you network uh, ultimately reuse you they hire you for other projects or it's word of mouth Hollywood is a small business uh, typically everyone knows everyone working in the industry so it's so easy for you to get referred to another job as a freelancer so that was my production assistant side going back to the culinary arts um, yes definitely I, I recently started uh, pursuing acting and uh yeah i got an agent maybe two months ago i've been on probably at least 10 auditions it's but from from all of those auditions uh calling arts as a skill i honestly overall uh i've probably been on six auditions for cook or chef so, uh, so the, what one special skill definitely helps you out. Oh, yeah, totally. See, having that as a skill got me auditions. It got me in the room because I have that experience. I have my chef coat. I have my $800 knife kit. And I take that everywhere to my auditions because it looks authentic if that's the role they're, uh, look, they're looking for. Definitely. And, yeah, so I'm also trying acting. Uh, I'm trying every aspect. Uh, I'm doing my writing thing. I want to actually start directing more projects I have a tons of uh, films I want to direct and I'm also trying acting yes um, well that, at least that's what you said don't say you don't sell yourself short so I'm trying to stay active stay busy no definitely I mean if you should try all avenues I feel like you shouldn't just like 
do for example you like you want to write but like i feel like you have a really good potential for acting as well and and you did a good example of that you you had a well how long has it been you have the facebook uh commercial wow um is it a year no right It's probably been a year. That was my first gig I actually got. That's uh, what a pretty, pretty big actually. The director yeah, too. Yeah, the commercial was. Uh, it was called uh, something for hope, uh, and it was done through Facebook. It actually aired on the Golden Globes. Um, even though I was cut out on the final picture, I got. It was a humbling experience. I got my own trailer. Um, I went on set. It was the whole deal. They closed down a certain part of Wilshire Boulevard and. That was pretty cool. I don't know. It felt pretty good. powerful. I met uh, a famous director, Gus Van Sant. Um, for those of you who don't know him, he's uh, directed Good Will Hunting. Um, very nice guy. It was a great experience. And uh, just watching the final picture, um, I saw that role of what I portrayed really didn't fit in with the commercial. So I wasn't really upset that I didn't make the final picture. Overall, it was a great experience. And... Uh, Was it because you didn't have the beard at that time? Maybe that's why. <laughs> you know, you never know, honestly. Uh, you never know uh, what the. It could be so many different reasons. The best thing to do as an actor is just move on. Take that as a take that experience. Definitely and move as on a win, hundred percent. And just to work with somebody like Gus Van Sant is pretty big. Yeah, he 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 was a he was a very uh, nice man, and uh, it was a humbling experience for me. And uh, I also want to talk about this, like. How was it for you going on auditions? Like, and I know I uh, we talk about the subject off uh, there. How was it? Like, when you go in audition room, do you just do your thing and forget it? Because I know you have a no, hard time with it's this. No, it's hard, man. Like, I I try to I try to do I try to forget about it when I when I go and do my audition. But like afterwards, I'm still thinking about it, and th the whole week I'm still thinking about it. Like how what's going on? What happened? Even though like they say, once you do the audition, you should just completely forget about it and move on to the next. Oh yeah, because it's like a haunting thing after to constantly think about it. I feel like as an actor, you shouldn't do that because it brings you down uh, and I don't know messes with you in a sense because you're constantly thinking what I did wrong, how could I have done it done differently? Done it differently. Like, yeah, that's hundred percent. So many things went through your mind, so it's really not worth it. Just do your. Prepare well. That's the number one thing you have to do, do as an actor. Do your homework. Do your homework, and uh, the I feel like the amount of effort you put into it, the amount well you should get things in return. So if you don't do a good job preparing for a role and just you're like whatever, go in there, do that scene and get out, you're not gonna get any good results. Yeah, and but the thing, other thing about that is it's kind of out of your control because for example, like you might do a, even though you might do a great job, but they might be. Of they might course. go with somebody else because let's say they they have a different type of look or they're and looking for something of unique. Course, the or... producers might not or the director might not be interested in a certain look. So not to say you did a horrible yeah, it's, job. Yeah, it's really out of your and control. And that's the reason why you shouldn't really uh, think about uh, You just do your audition, leave there, no, and definitely. forget about it until the next one. That's 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 what it is, I feel. That's like. the goal. But what about, so okay, so you have no representation now. You've been going out on a, a couple, like a, a lot of decent auditions now. So, do you feel more comfortable with the auditions, or or do you feel nervous at all when you go in? I gotta say, I feel very comfortable. Just this only one, it kind of got me was uh, I went in for, of course, my beard had a lot to do with that. But I said this uh, one uh, sentence in uh, Arabic, and 
for some reason, I got nervous saying it. I just it felt you've like never said it in a different language before. That's why. Maybe, but like that was my only time I really felt it. But no, typically uh, I go in there. This is what you really have to do. You just go in, go in there confident and do your thing and get out. And yeah, I finished it. I didn't freeze up or choke or anything. But like inside, I had the butterflies in my stomach. It was, uh, I mean, I think that happens always. So. And I'm sure that's a normal thing too. I'm sure that happens to professional people who are still uh, regularly working. Yeah, yes. the regular actors. It's just we're human and stuff like that happens. It happens. But, uh, I mean, the more you do it, the more experience you get and the more it'll be like second nature, I feel like. I mean, the important thing is if you go out enough for auditions, that's the most important thing, just to get in the rooms. No, it's very important. And, uh, yeah, you just have to pay your dues. And one thing I want to mention is, like, uh, just being an actor, we see a lot of actors on TV and uh, feature films, and they're known stars. But you got to really look at deep down. These guys, in most cases, weren't successful overnight. They worked, uh, I don't know, numerous years getting to where they're at. They, they didn't just blow up. Their careers didn't blow off in like a week, and they're famous. We just see that aspect of how successful most of the actors are right now. They put in an effort. They had to work hard for to get to where they're at. And that's one thing to take in consideration. Working in Hollywood, yeah, you could break into the industry. I broke into the industry as a production assistant, uh, doing freelance gigs here and there. But the the, you got to just be consistent, I feel like, and just do whatever opportunity you get, whether it's, it's through acting. Uh, it could lead to the writing, of course, because uh, a lot of actors have, do become or are writers and directors at the same time. So... Any avenue or door that opens up, I feel like you gotta just be open to it, and of not course. not be like, no, I'm a writer specific, but or no, also, I want to be doing this specific. You gotta, I feel like, just be more open to it and just go with it, and then it will all, I feel like, just work together and get to whatever you need to do again. Yeah, that's writing. The, that's the goal, and uh, yeah, you just have to take in. Uh, well, you have to be acceptance of the fact that it's not gonna happen overnight. This is a long term commitment, and work for it that's it definitely and then i feel like what it is nowadays especially just to to get something even out for you is do your own content work work on your own content like whether it's short films uh youtube skits or in our case we did the podcast which which started from that and then uh like it, it's really fun for technically i've never been a host or i've never done anything like that but like it's it's such a fun opportunity just to do something unique and different and yeah that's the reason why we initially started we didn't start this podcast to be like millionaires if you make some money off it whatever that's fine but like realistically we started this to improve on a skill which is uh being a possible host or taking that experience no definitely and uh networking just talking to people like it's it's just different type of work that's why i feel like even through the through our interviews like i feel like uh, or our special guests we open different avenues yeah and not only that like we get to learn their side of it and people get to see their what what it takes for for this type of person to get to whatever career path they are going for just to have a little bit better understanding whether the struggles what what it is or uh, what it takes everybody has to persevere somehow so it's just it's good to see it like that's i feel like this is more of a like just fun entertainment also a little bit educational advice it, 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 i don't know it, it's sure it's it, we, we definitely share our opinions on it and uh, not to say uh, 
what anyone says is um, a rule or the right or wrong way. We just share our opinions on things based off our experiences and everyone's experiences is different. And yeah, I feel like it's good to know what how certain people broke into the business. Uh, like uh, talking to Chuy Martinez, wow, his story was incredible. He literally uh, went from uh, like just working hard and he worked his way up to where he's at right now. So he never took no, he just good for him. committed and yeah, and that's the that's the whole thing. I feel like you gotta just commit to if, if you if this is your path and this is what you wanna do, commit hundred percent. Whether it's again classes, uh, special skills, everything, whatever you need to do to get there, to add to your resume to help you, I feel like you should do. Oh yeah, this applies to all of us. Like if you put in twenty percent and expect a hundred percent in return uh of just success or reaching your goal, it's definitely not going to happen. And if you put in 100% and you get 60 back, it's still something. It's progress. And you need just that little uh, percentage of hope to give you that motivation to work harder and keep at it. And definitely. That's one thing we have to do, like just sitting and waiting. That's another reason why we started this podcast is just to be active and be pro- productive to keep on doing something. Yes, uh, I, I write in my spare time. I try to write as much stuff I can. I'm going to start directing. But you have to do something as a nobody to say. And even with the certain experiences I have, it's still not enough to make a living to say as a, a person uh, working in the industry. Yes, you, you see a lot of people uh, doing office work here and there. But like, are they really doing their passionate uh, job? Probably not. They're just uh, there for the network. They're there for that experience. But I'm basically at um, a place where I just want to invest more time in where and what I want to do instead of just waste time in uh, other uh, parts and aspects of uh, the industry, to say. Okay, so now let's get into shows. Uh, What type of shows do you you really like to watch? Okay, so... uh, um... I really like the watching The Office, the U.S. version. Yeah. But uh, I I kept on hearing, uh, of course, the U.K. version was the original one, and I started watching that, and it's incredible. It really is. Uh, not to say I, I hate it. I hate the U.S. one. I think the char- the characters are incredible, and they're doing a equally yeah, as they good did a job, great job. As it. But the U.K. one is incredible too. I started watching on probably on what the sixth episode. Um, so yeah, I've been watching that. I watch a lot of Netflix. I, I research, uh, and watch a lot of, uh, jail lockup series on like Netflix. Yeah, there's a lot YouTube. of those. Definitely. And, a lot uh, of those. I don't know. I'm doing tons of research on that. Cause, um, uh, I do have an idea where I'm working to write a script to hopefully direct. And that's, that's a big aspect to do. You really have to know what you're talking about. If it's not some experience where you experienced and you can write about that, uh, then you really have to do your research because it's that one moment when someone realizes uh, what you're saying is uh, doesn't make sense, then you lost the audience, you lost the viewer. So that, I'm just doing tons of research. Uh, as Different far types as Getting of back at the series, Orange is the New Black is incredible. Um, I watch The Chef's Table really incredible i don't think i've seen that one um yeah they have multiple uh seasons out and different types of uh chefs from all over the world and like some of these chefs are michelin star chefs like they're like the best of the best their restaurants are not cheap 
It's like well, I'm sure three hundred to five hundred dollar person, something like that, uh, some ridiculous amount. But yes, it's quality. If you could afford it, that's like a once in a lifetime experience. And if you can't, I would still totally work to just experience it at least once. But yeah, uh, tons of shows. Uh, I'm really open to any genres. What do you like? What what well, shows do you like? I completely forgot, but I just saw it recently on the internet. Ray Donovan is back starting this Sunday, tomorrow, technically. The, wow. new, the new season, so I'm looking forward to that, definitely. Finally, we get back to watching digital cable, because like, I feel like we've been paying <laughs> we, them for, I don't know, eight months, months or you've been paying them for eight months, and uh, we really don't even watch digital cable. It's there, it's but been no mostly one really... Netflix and Amazon, yeah, I feel like. like it's, or iTunes, you could rent a movie, and like uh, you definitely. watch everything. You, it's so much easier. But see, like you know what I like about like I know Amazon they have their original shows too, but Netflix is producing crazy amount of content right now. Whether it's new series or their films or even like buy like they, well, buy, they have to because now it's a horse race because now everyone sees that this digital platform thing is the future and everyone is like separating uh, and doing starting their own uh, little uh, platform out there. They have to do that or else eventually they're not going to be number one. That's better, I feel like, for the actors. The more original content they pr produce, the, the better chances up-and-coming actors definitely have. And, and uh, it's like a motorcycle, motorcycle in the background. <laughs> I'm like, I was trying to focus on that, what I was hearing in the background. Like, yeah. yeah some guy really... There's a lot of Harleys actually around here, that's why. Yeah, they come we out on the weekends over here. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, Sundays, it, it it's going to be Ray Donovan now, which is great. What else is out right now? I got to catch up on Mayans. I have missed a couple of episodes now. I got to catch up on I've it. It looks really it. good, though. I haven't missed the episode. Uh, I kind of binge-watched it on their app, the FX app. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I like it. It's it's different, uh, but they, they did a really great job on it. Just the storyline, the plot is uh, is nice. No, it's And it's definitely... nice to see uh, familiar faces and um, certain new faces. But yeah, I like it. Let me ask you a question, because I always ask, think about this myself, and I really can't remember. What's the last movie you saw in the theater? Ooh, um, what was it? Let's see. This is going to be the longest was pause. Was it by Venom? Uh, I like maybe, to say it was, but maybe why was am I not... Venom? Why am I... Venom, Venom. Okay, thinking? Venom I know I saw very recently, and then uh, what was it after, man? I think I we saw another movie. Maybe that was the last one, because we wanted to see that uh, hotel movie. What uh, was it called? Uh, some the night in at El Royale. Or yeah, something? that's what it was. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we didn't get to watch that, but I really can't wait for Game of Thrones. Uh. That's. Oh, one I think it's gonna get pushed back another year. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Sad. We have to wait for that. And I know it's not easy filming something like that. Uh. There's so much no, CGI definitely. and uh, so much work that goes into just doing one episode, which a lot of people don't realize. Oh, actually, I yeah, I can't believe I forgot it. It wasn't Venom. It was Halloween. Wow. Halloween. How do we Gee, miss that? Yeah. It felt like a and it, it, You know movie. what? I, again, as a kid watching, growing up, I love the horror movies. This Halloween was amazing. Like they did such a great job. I like the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis was was in this one. The storyline was kind of a continuation of the older version, which which was amazing. It felt very uh, to that era, like eighties. Hundred percent. Still, ha 90s. I feel like even and though it's a little bit more modern, but it had that dark, gritty look to it. Hundred percent. I loved it, and I feel like they really it lived up to the original uh, films that it released, and I I think they did a very great job. I really enjoyed Definitely. watching that movie. Definitely. 
Uh, uh, there is an, uh, actually another movie that came out this weekend. Uh, I kind of really want to see. It seems very interesting. And actually, we have an actor from that movie who's going to be one of our guests uh, on one of the episodes of our show. Which one is that? Uh, Hunter Killer. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I'll tell you right now, actually, because that's in the theaters. Yeah, so it's with uh, Gerard Butler. Let me see. Now I'm blanking out, but yeah, so it's with Gerard Butler, and it's gonna be to the theaters, or is that no? It's it's out right now in in theaters. Oh, yeah, it's in theaters right now, and uh, we definitely gotta see that. But yeah, so we're gonna have a special guest. I don't want to name names, but yes, we're next, gonna have next, a next weekend. We have most likely for a yes, it guest. will be in in the in a in a future episode. He will be one of our guests, and yeah, he just recently uh, so that movie came out that he's in, and. Uh, he, when I last spoke with him, he was actually in New York filming a TV show. So he's actually a really busy working actor. But uh, there is a lot of good movies that's I feel like coming out more and more. Like I feel like there is more effort definitely going into like making better content when it comes to film. There's always some that like are again mediocre. But that's that depends on every everybody has their own type of films oh, or yeah there are different genres like. and uh of course you watch people watch what they like and what they think is going to be cool or if there is this actor you uh like watching in films and you go and watch that movie specifically for that uh person bad times at the el royale that's the one we yeah that's bad the times one we, we still need, have we, to watch. yeah that one we gotta check out and then another one that actually i think did really good was uh one from jonah hill which he wrote directed I'm I'm not sure if he produced too, but mid '90s. Yeah. Uh, it's like about skaters and just like yeah, they're. Uh, that's another one we definitely gotta see, man. There's a lot of good content right now out. It's uh, definitely an era piece from the '90s. Yeah, um, it's like it's like a period it's piece. That whole skater scene, and I guess yeah. it gives you a feeling of the life uh, style. Um, what they're about and but see like that's 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 another thing like like see he he, okay so he was a he's an actor he did a whole bunch of projects and now he's 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 working on the writing and the directing side of it too so so he's going with one avenue that's working right now and then when the other doors open up a lot of them like i feel like a lot of actors do that like they'll do they'll do directing or they'll do writing like for he's he's acted numerous years before yeah he's been in a whole bunch of opportunities yeah writing and directing I don't. You have to be a somebody to get someone to look at your script or per, start producing it or getting your movie made. Without being that I feel person, like, you're really yes it's gonna be no. very hard for you to get your stuff. Yeah. Out. Yes. Yes and no. It depends. It depends. I feel like on the time uh, and what they're looking for because I know it's like uh, Ryan Reynolds, for example, for Deadpool. Like he's been, he was trying to get that movie out for I think what ten years or something or eight years something like that. Until it finally came out and it got made. Oh yeah, there's that aspect to. But yeah, because it, I mean, yes, for some people it might it might be easier, but like even like with big names, it's yeah. it's not a. It well, depends on timing too. I think timing. Avatar was a great example. James Cameron had the script in '97 or '98, I believe. When did it the first the first movie come out? When was it, it was 2000s, right? Late 2000s, I think. Was it? I gotta mm-hmm. double check that. But yeah, he had the script '97 or '98, something like that. But even for him. They had to actually build a, a camera. Went, yeah, I was about to, to say a lot went into that. And uh, they yeah, created even, a language for that movie. That's, they literally created a language. I mean, that's just crazy. I really that's the movie I'm actually waiting for. I'm really gonna. Enjoy when did the, watching I that. think they got that one got pushed back 2019, to 2019, like, I think. 19 or 20 now. Yeah, something like that. But I'm I'm gonna actually check. Let's see, Avatar. 
Yeah, it's actually 2020. Wow. It got pushed to 2020. Yeah, that's unacceptable. And then the, the first one was 2009, <laughs> so it's, it is a big time difference. But, yeah, I can't wait. I'm sure that's going to be amazing. Yeah, one thing I will say uh, with these directors and these movies getting pushed back, stop teasing us, please. <laughs> the teasers of, killed. Yeah, but see, here, you know what's the funny part? It. Okay, so the, the second one is coming out 2020, but it says uh, there's a third, a fourth, and a fifth. And it's coming out... So the third will be out 2021, and then it just follows after uh, that. Yeah, and the fifth will be out... Uh, 2025. We, uh, we're living in Mars. If we're, <laughs> uh, it'll be out yeah. some, somewhere in the 2048s. Uh, but but you know but the thing is like a lot is going into it. Of definitely, it's of not course. it's not like a, just a regular like they're putting a oh, lot yeah, into it. There's thousands of people that actually work on different productions. So this is like aspects. a whole unique project, I feel like. And then another remake that's coming or a reboot is the Terminator one, which I I've always been a fan of when when I was younger. I, I, I want to see that. The one. last one too. What uh, uh what's uh. The uh, Game of Thrones? So no, it wasn't. Uh, the Dragon Lady wasn't it? The Mother of Dragons. Was she? she was. Oh yeah, yeah that was, was the that it. was the Jesus. All right, I got to. Uh, the Terminator. Dragon Lady. Terminator <laughs> Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> A Dra lot of people Dragon. are gonna be mad about know, that. Dragon. It's the Mother of Dragons, Evie. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah. yeah she Ew, did, that was the Terminator Genesis. She did a stunning job. Yeah, she was. She's a great actress. She's definitely great. And we actress. love to have her on uh, this podcast. So, like, yeah. If, if you ever hear this, yes. If you're ever in. Hit us up. Uh, we'll give, what's the. Three-waypodcastshow three at gmail.com, yeah, please. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Emilia, we'd love to have you on. Uh, but actually, so uh, the new Terminator is bringing back Linda Hamilton. Which she's originally oh, from the, the Sarah, Sarah Connor. Connor. The, yeah. So, she's she's been in the first and the second one. And that's what I love about the. Like uh, the reboots, when you actually get the real actor back for it, that, I feel like that makes it so much 100%. better. 100%. I feel like, I, I hope it does really good. I hope it does really good. And I can't wait for that, actually. It's looking like it's coming out next year, but. Well, I think they will do a good job, regardless. They're going to be, uh, I don't know, investing a gazillion dollars in this production, uh, especially having uh, uh, some of the uh, OG cast members on. Well, the Arnold is in there. Linda Hamilton is definitely in there, which is. Uh, enough for me to say I definitely got to see it. And then uh, uh, a younger actress who I, I I really enjoy in movies. She plays small parts. Uh, Mackenzie Davis. She she's always good. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Look out for all the upcoming episodes we're gonna have. I we have actually a lot of uh, unique guests coming up with different professions uh, lined up. Uh, we just wanted to do a little episode just talking about us a little bit so you guys have a better idea of wh wh where we come from a little bit. Oh yeah, we uh, we started off uh, just jumping into the interviewing our guests and uh, if, if we felt like uh, you didn't really have a backstory of us and we did uh, share some of uh, our experiences and uh, other episodes. But yeah, this is who we are. Um, we're doing this podcast and uh, we're, of course... Uh, we have goals of uh, succeeding in this industry as well. It's not just doing one thing. And uh, I feel like you have to always stay busy. And, yeah, so uh, I want to thank all our listeners. Uh, and uh, Definitely. Uh, we want to thank everybody who's who's been uh, supporting, supporting us, us, listens. I and, mean, uh, yeah, we're on all major platforms now. All major uh, platforms. I'm, I'm pretty psyched about that. We're on Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, and, like, bunch of uh, different Stitcher, platforms. Spotify, yes. So. And that's a bit that's a pretty big deal. Uh we're just a couple guys doing it for I fun know, but like 
opportunity is there if you're willing to take it. So yeah, just follow your dreams and uh, of course do uh, have the passion for it because you're going to be investing a lot of uh, hours into this. So if you're not passionate about it, I feel like don't waste your time if you're just doing it for work. Just think fine, it through. But... Definitely that one thing that I've I've been struggling with in my life with just every subject. Just think everything through and then just do it very smartly like plan ahead a little bit of course but don't overthink oh, it and don't sit overthink and wait it too. on yes. your couch yeah, for no, someone to knock definitely. on your door with definitely. Uh, something to help you with your goal definitely but uh, it's good to think of what you're doing but like uh, definitely do some action too don't just uh, overthink things thinking is good but don't overthink and again guys so def we want to thank everyone who's been supporting us uh again we're going to be having a lot of new guests coming up. Uh, and if you guys have any suggestions on our Instagram page for three-way podcast, uh, there is an email link you could click uh, or you could just email us directly. Again, it's three-way podcast show. If you have any suggestions, advice, anything, uh, oh, yeah, feel and, free. Uh, Emilia, we will be waiting from your podcast <laughs> so we could uh, do an interview with you. So, yeah, don't, don't keep us waiting. Definitely. She'll be the first of the Game of Thrones cast. Cast members. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, guys, thank you very much thank for you. listening. Please uh, visit us on any of those platforms. I uh, hope hit you subscribe. Enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, thank you. That's thank you it. very much, guys. Have a, yeah, nice have a good night. Weekend. Be safe and enjoy. Thank you.